Medina hit that blunt. Sometimes my mama's house don't feel like home. Sometimes my baby's arms don't feel like home. Sometimes with my friends I feel alone. Sometimes I feel alone. Arik Mligod. I wanted to challenge the narrative that Muslim women are meek and docile and oppressed. Being unapologetically Muslim, black, a woman, and it's like either you like it or you don't, and I don't really care either way. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk About X. It's Halima. And it's Medina. And in today's episode, we're actually going to be talking about a very like dark, heavy topic. I mean, heavy. I don't know if it's dark, but heavy. It's heavy. It's heavy. It's heavy. Could be heavy. I mean. I mean, okay, I guess some people would consider it dark. I don't think it's dark. But <laughs> <laughs> well, because of that, we decided... That we are going to play a little game before we start our discussion, just so that you guys can maybe get to know us a little bit, you know. And just to get us warmed up and start on a positive note, okay? Yeah. Or maybe not, we'll see. So this game is um, the shoe game, which most people play at weddings. We need a name for it. Um, okay. The who game. Okay, the who game. Okay, that's what we're going to call it, the who game. And basically, we each have like five questions. And it's like who's most like basically it's who's most likely, and we're both going to say, well, since you guys can't see the answer, we're gonna say each other like whichever name matches the question, and yeah, okay, you go first because I don't want to go first. <laughs> um, okay, I'll start little. And so we'll, so we'll you'll just ask the question. I'll go one, two, three, and then we'll say the name. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So um. Who's most likely to give all their money to charity? One, two, three. Halima! <laughs> Why you didn't you say nothing? I was looking at you. I knew you were going to say anything. Why didn't you say anything? You thinking about it? Huh? No, I thought about it. But I'm like, I don't think I'll give all my money to charity. No? And I'm like, I know Medina won't. <laughs> so I'm like, wait. Who's going to... I think I think that you would do it. You think I'll give all my money to charity? I think I'll give to charity, but I won't give all you, my you'll money. You'll give a lot of money to charity. You think so? Like, you'd give out like 70% and keep maybe 30%. You don't think you could do that? Keep... It depends. You know what? It depends. How on much what, money you have. It depends how much I have. If I only have $100, I can't give away 70 and keep 30 to myself. Okay. But if you have like $700,000. Yeah, maybe I'll get like 40 and keep 60 Because six is my favorite number. So I think it only makes sense that I keep 60 Okay. You know what? I, re- I changed my answer because clearly I don't know. You're not the person I thought you were. <laughs> I don't think I'll give... I am the charity. What do you mean? You know what? That's true. But I'm thinking about in a position where you're no longer the charity. Okay. In a position where I'm no longer the charity, I think I'll give a lot. Um, I just don't know what the percentage would be. Okay. I think okay, okay. Uh, yeah. okay. Well, that's a trick question then. Nobody's giving all their money to charity. I, I, I just... I know Medina won't. That's why I didn't say her name. I was thinking about what I... <laughs> okay. How are you so certain that I wouldn't do it? I... 
You know what? I wouldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On to the next one. Um, uh, who is the most annoying? One, two, two three. Medita! <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not going to lie. Okay, I'm not going to say... It's, no, it's, you it's said what she, you said. No, it's not because she's the most annoying. I think I'm the most quietest. Oh. Of the two, so. That's false information. That's not false. You're not quiet. I, I think I'm very quiet. I'm very, I'm very quiet. Actually, that's false information because I'm also quiet. Okay, Medina's more talkative than I am. How about that? So I'm more annoying. No, but. Talkative it, equals annoying. Thanks. <laughs> On to the next. <laughs> Don't take it personal. No, it's okay. I, I said my name too. <laughs> you wanted me to say my name. Yeah. Can you imagine? Sitting, I know at least I know myself. Have some self awareness, okay? <laughs> okay, next question Who's most likely to be a drama queen? One, One two, two, three. three. Medina! What? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Medina. After your hissy fit? Yeah. What hissy fit? Um, the last question we just did. Oh, that's I'm just like, okay, but does a job. Okay. No, 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 no. So because you're basing the answer okay. for your question on okay, that fine. one I instance. I am, I am a drama queen. You are queen, very dramatic. But I think, I think, I am a, I am a dramatic And person. I think the reason why I voted you, I can be dramatic, but I think you'd be, you're dramatic in more instances because you're way more particular about stuff than I am. Yeah, okay. I am a drama queen. I won't lie. I'm a drama queen. My mom calls me Queen Elizabeth. There you go. But. But. I think I was just, I don't say I was being petty. But you like, are. <laughs> you're upset that I didn't like your answer. So you're like, you know what? I don't appreciate that attitude. Drama queen. <laughs> now we know. The truth comes out. Okay. I have a job for you. Okay, 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 okay. I have a good question. Okay. Well, it's actually not that good, but we'll go with this. Um, who is messier? One, One two, two, three. Medina. Medina. Don't say anything. I can't say anything. I know myself. Okay, I mean, I'm not, not a messy that, person. I'm not. She's not a messy person. But you're like very anal about stuff. But and I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna say I'm like a um very clean person. But I feel like I'm like a. I have like OCD tendencies. You're just very particular yeah, about like, everything. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Basically. You true. agreed with, <laughs> with, with okay. the with the plain routine just the other day. So obviously it's not me. Um. Okay. Your turn. Okay. Um. This one should be easy. Who's yeah. most likely to move to a different country? That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's not fair. And I have a question on here that's kind of similar. That's not fair. Okay, I'm going to ask my question next. Okay. okay. One, one, two, three. Medina. Medina. That's not fair. Okay, she hasn't. She kind of You have the choice. inside scoop. I know. <laughs> okay, I'm going to ask this question as a bonus question because it's kind of similar, although okay. it's not the question I wanted to ask next. Who is more who is more traveled or who is more likely to travel the world? That's very easy. One, two, two three. Halima. Halima. Exactly. So yes. that doesn't make sense. <laughs> that cause it's not fair. If the like, okay, we'll go with that. No problem. That's no problem. Your turn. I mean, I said to a different country. Mm-hmm. But I think I will stay. I think I'll I'll live in one place and then give myself opportunities to go visit different countries. But you don't think you would move. I don't actually. I feel like I, you definitely would. It's just that because, okay, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. If I was in the same circumstances as Medina, then perhaps you definitely would, hundred percent, without a question. I know that you would do it, but whatever, <laughs> fine. 
Sure. Okay. Um, I don't know how many questions we did, but I think we're just going. I'm, I'm going to keep going because okay. I'm enjoying the game. Okay. Who's... I think I have, like, five more questions. Wow, I feel like we did so much. Yeah, it's okay. We'll do a couple okay. more. Just, just okay. yeah. Um, who's most likely to get a speeding ticket? Oh, that's easy. One, two, three. Halima. Halima. That's so easy. Yeah. But, you know, you're one of the people who can speed, and I feel safe in your car. Some people, they speed. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, are we there yet? Because I'm, I don't feel like I'm going to be make it to my destination. Yes, you guys. I, I, I think I, when I drive, I drive like I'm a NASCAR driver. But I'm really safe. Like, safe I, I speed... Why being aware of my surroundings? Like I don't speed like just senselessly. I'm yeah. not gonna be emerging in and out of. I know like, you don't cut people yeah. off. Yeah, and I know how big my car is, and I know what space my car can fit into. And like I'm just good with like my timing. Like if I feel like you, like my timing is just like this, mm-hmm. and I'm always like making sure like there's no um, ops around. <laughs> <laughs> Although one time I did, I did get pulled over, but. But what's the story? He just gave me a warning. Uh-huh, because you're cute. He was just like, okay, you know, I'm saying It was a hefty ticket, guys. Like, well, that's hefty. what you get. It's like 300 and something. It's against the law. Or what? 412 or something like that. Oh but he's gosh. just like, you know, it was like really late, early in the morning. It was like 3 a.m. or, yeah. And he's like, or like 4 a.m. He's like, you know what, just be safe. Like, I know, like, you know, the roads are clear and it's just off the highway. No mm. one's on the streets. But just be aware of your surroundings. And be aware. Like, yeah, yeah, if you were aware, you would have known there was ops around. Yeah, I'm aware of the ops. I didn't okay. even know where he... The thing is, he pulled me over at a red light all the way in the left lane. Like, he was in the left turning lane, and I was, like, in the, on the furthest left lane. Mm-hmm. And we were just at the stoplight together. And then he, all, right beside me, he, he goes... goes whoop, <laughs> and then I turn, and he's signaling at me. He's telling me, sis... You better How can pull over pull to the you right. over at the red light? I, You're not even speeding at that point. He said he was watching me. He's like, oh, you're driving like almost 100 in a 50 zone. I was like, ooh. He's like, That's a bit much. He's like, do you know why I'm pulling? He's like, do you know your speed? I'm like, honestly, I'm going to be real with you. I, 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 I was, was just paying attention. I was just driving. And I think maybe he appreciated my honesty. Yeah, sure. That's because you're cute. My turn. Um, This is, again, kind of like on the similar wavelength. Who is most likely, or who will probably get arrested? I don't... One, two, three. Not me. I, I don't... Not, <laughs> what? <laughs> not me. Not me either, actually. I don't have... I don't think you would. I, I don't think I would. Unless they arrested me for being cute. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I don't know. What would I get... What, okay, what would you get arrested for if you had to... If I, was, if I were to get arrested, would I get arrested for... Um, not not stealing. Not stealing. I don't know. Maybe like getting into a car crash. Trespass. You don't arrest. They don't arrest people for crashing their car. Um. Do they arrest people for crashing their car? No, they don't. They don't no, arrest no. you for that. I, unless, I, well, you. I don't know. No, you can unless, go to court. Uh, but you can go to court, but then you. if like, if it, if like the person like, like, dies. No. No, but no, if that, they don't know because it's an accident. Only oh. if you were drinking and if it's, only if, if you, you were drive, yeah, okay. if you're drinking and driving, then it's and assault or murder or whatever. You can get yeah. charged. That's different. No, 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 and that's not. You're not gonna get no. Yeah, so um, <laughs> no DUIs. No. Well, what ah, mm. if I was to get arrested? If I get arrested, public um, nudity. <laughs> you know what? I think it's legal in Montreal for a woman to. 
be topless. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny. How- yeah, mm, uh, I don't want to get into it. Okay, we'll talk about it another time. I just- <laughs> I'm actually I disappointed. Just find it funny that, anyways. Um, if I was gonna get arrested, I would get arrested for. I think uh, yeah. I think maybe if I was working in the public sector in Montreal and I had my hijab on. Yeah. Boom. That's Boom. it. I'm gonna go with that. Uh, um. <laughs> Enough said. Moving mm-hmm. on. <laughs> do okay. one. You do one more. And I'll do one more, and then we'll be done. Okay. Um, who's most likely to? Spend all their time thinking. Okay. One. One, two, three. Uh, what? <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. I think we both spend a lot of time thinking. You think you spend... Well, uh, hmm. I guess because also you're more shy than I am. So you, in situations where I might be talking, you might be just sitting there thinking. So yeah, we'll go with yeah. you. Fine. I'm overthinker. Yeah. So. But I'm also an overthinker. It's like I'll take a million years to think about something and mm-hmm. then do it after thinking about it for a year. But I overthink everything. Even things that probably don't need to be overthought. Like, over th- yeah. yeah. Like, even like situations, you're just like, like you're just thinking about X, Y, and Z, all the different possibilities, oh like gosh. why, all the different sectors. The like, and maybe it's not even anything. Like, I don't know. Like, if I go to the grocery store now, then I'm going to have to do it like this. And yeah. Guys, like, sisters, go to the store. <laughs> it doesn't make a big difference. Or, like, just encountering people. And, oh and you're just God. thinking, like, oh, what would they say this? What would they say yeah. that? Like, blah, How's that going to go? What are they going to feel? Like, have you ever, like, um, preparing yourself for a confrontation with someone? And then so you write down all the different possible, all the all the answers to the questions. Okay, no, you back. win. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't write it down. I think about it in my head. I don't want to take the time like, to get out of paper and No, you don't be down. like, if they say this, then I'm going to say this. And if they say this, I'm going to say this. And then I'm gonna say, snatch? And then <laughs> if I say this and they might respond like this, so then this is my comeback in case they respond like that. No? Oh, no. Oh, okay. No, no. I don't know what to choose as my last question. Um, um, okay, here's one. Mm. Okay, who has the weirdest ideas? One, One two, two, three. Halima. Why is your face like that? <laughs> I'm just trying to think of anything weird Medina does, but. <laughs> I'm not weird. I'm quirky. No, I'm not even quirky. I don't think it. Medina's not weird, but. Um, Medina's a more is more is more person. More is well, yeah. Like, I'm a more is more person. More is more person. So some people like I'm like a less. I'm a. I won't say a less is more. I'm like between like a minimalist, minimalist. and a thing. So Medina might be like oh like especially when it comes to fashion. Oh, I'm gonna add this and, <laughs> and this, this and this. I'll put everything. Like, and I'm just like, like too much. Like, but, it's a bit much, Medina. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I don't know if I think it's weird. Mm. Or I don't know, but I mean, I people call me weird a lot. But every time somebody calls me weird, I realize what you're calling weird is not even weird. What is your definition yeah. of weird? I do weird things sometimes. Yeah. And no, you're just weird because yeah. no, you just have weird ideas specifically. You always come up with something that's like strange, and I'm always <laughs> like, yeah, let's do it. But I'm like, where did that come from? <laughs> um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that little segment. That Let concludes us, yeah. this portion of our show. Let us know if you guys want us to do like more. Games, questionnaires, things like this before yeah. we start our discussion. Yeah. Just um, keep it light and fun. Yeah, if you guys enjoyed it. 
But now that that's over. Yeah, we're going to move on. Our topic for today is... Um, well, last episode we talked about existence. Yes, we did. So it only makes sense. Only makes sense. Only makes sense that we talk about... Non-existence. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say death. I know. <laughs> it's death. It's death. She tried to... You see, I told you guys it was dark, but she tried to make it light by saying non-existent. Well, you know that, okay, let's start there, okay? Because I don't consider death to be that dark, but I know that it can be a heavy topic for a lot of people and it's sensitive, which is why I was, you when you said let's start with a game, I was like, that's an awesome idea. Because mm-hmm. I know my relationship to death is really not necessarily the same as everybody else's relationship to death. So we'll get into that, but before mm-hmm. we do, what is death? What, what like what are we even talking about when we say death? Um, what does death even mean to you? Like it's just it's like one of those concepts where it's just like you know what it means, but you just have you sat down to think about how you would define it? Yeah, and I think it's like so often we just want to dismiss the idea of death or not want to think about it too much or too heavily because you know some people might get depressed over it or just make just make 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 you it makes you think about. Like, how you're living. Yeah. Because they're just, you're just reminded of your mortality. And, yeah. like, we don't have all the freaking time in the world. Yeah. We're not here forever. So, get if you, like, get to it. Whatever it is you said you want to do, you probably should get to mm-hmm. it. I mean, like, death to me just means to, like, to, like, to cease to exist in this world. In on this earth, state. Like, on earth. physically. It's, like, it's a detachment. Like, you're... Your soul or your consciousness, if people don't believe in souls, um, detaching from your body. Um, and it's like basically the end of the worldly life and the beginning of the afterlife. Mm-hmm. That's what death is. Like Freedom. the end of what death is the death of one and the beginning of the yeah. other. Like, I was thinking about what you said, and I think in the last episode about energy. And I agree with you that energy can't be created or destroyed. It just changes. So for me, when I think of death, mm-hmm. I think of a, a changing state of our energy. So we're no yeah. longer human beings with this body yeah. that houses the soul and energy and consciousness and subconscious. We transform. Mm-hmm. In, we, our energy is transferred somewhere elsewhere into something else, and our body decomposes and does that whole tra- process. Yeah. But when I was reading definitions of what death is, it was basically just saying... Um, the end of of life of an organism or a human mm-hmm. or something that is no longer growing. And I thought that was interesting that I said no longer growing. So it's like, hmm, now I'm thinking of, because you know that saying, you only, li- you only live once? Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think you only live once. I think you only die once. Yeah. Normally I say you only die once. But now I'm thinking, it's possible that people are having deaths, if you go by that definition of no longer growing, having deaths while they're alive. Because, like, a lot of people were, I would say, that, like, I've reached stages where I mm-hmm. felt like I was stagnant and I wasn't growing. Was that, like, in a way, a type of death? Um, it might be a, mm, it might be a death of a certain period of your life. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think it... Because like, I always think about how, you know, the cells in your body regenerate, I think, every seven years. Mm-hmm. So, if you just think about it strictly from that perspective, in the next seven years, I'll be a completely different person Person. my cells are completely different so if you think about that the way my ideas change and the Mm -hmm. way i stop growing and then start growing again in a way i'm like a completely different person so that person medina who medina of like 2003 she's gone she's dead she's not here medina of 2019 is a different person 
Technically. Tech, like, tech, but that's like more like in the physical sense. But even, Whereas, like, even emotionally and spiritually, I'm mm-hmm. not that person. In, in my, that's the way I think so about it. So would you say that you, like, you should change your name every seven years? Or? No, because I love my name. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying like, how, okay, 24 divided by seven. Someone please do quick maths. Yeah, quick maths. Well, 20, 21 by 7 is 3. It's like 3 points. So, there's like 3 point something Medina's. Yeah. Different, different, different. I guess <laughs> biologically, that I was three completely different bodies, all brand new cells that weren't there seven years ago. But then spiritually and emotionally, I don't know how many times in a year I become somebody else. Or how many years it takes mm, for me to become fair. somebody else. But for the, if, if we don't want to go to the definition of growth, the strict definition is when something is done and ending, it no longer exists or lives. Mm-hmm. Phys- in a physical form. In a physical form. As we know it in this universe, in, ca- in this mm-hmm. world yeah. on Earth. I mean, I also see it as like, it's not only like the beginning of the afterlife, but it's like also the return. Like, you know, when, yeah, I guess it's like, an Islamic view, but like we come from clay, so when we die and we decompose, we're like we're entering, returning. we're returning back to where we came from, like you know. Yeah, our, I see that. Which is why I say black people get okay, everyone gets ashy, but you see the ash more in black people because we're made from clay, and without <laughs> the moisture, <laughs> without the lotion. Oh <laughs> That's a hot take. Yeah, you'll okay. see the cracks. That makes sense. That makes sense. You will see the cracks, like in a sculpture or something that are clean. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Um, but yeah. I'm trying to, like, I'm really trying, now I'm trying to play with my idea of death and think about the way I think about it. Because I know for me personally, when I think about dying, mm-hmm. it's not a sad thing. Like, it's sad when somebody you love and you, this happened to me, people you love and mm-hmm. you care about, they pass away. Like, it's a, it's a sad experience because to not have somebody who had a position in your life, to have them not be there, it's devastating and mm-hmm. it's heartbreaking. But at the same time, I understand that it's inevitable, inescapable. It's an inevitable, inescapable part of life. Mm-hmm. So it's like I know that this is coming. So like, do you await death? Do I await death? Yeah. Do you just wait for it? I tr- okay. So I think for me, awaiting death means that I'm literally sitting, thinking, okay, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Okay, you know what? <laughs> I actually do do that. <laughs> but then also, I feel like if I think about death, there has to be a balance. If I think about death too much. That I'm not living. I'm not present. Yeah. And it's a practice that I've been learning to, to, to do more because I've always had this idea that I'm going to die young. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, like, literally reaching this age mm-hmm. that I am now, I never thought that I would see it. Like, I don't you know why think- I always thought that I would die at, like, 16, 17. What type of life did you think you were living, going to live? Hmm? What type of life do you think you were living between 1 to 16? I have no idea. Were you born to sixty. I have no idea. Like I, o- like I always had this feeling of like very deep feeling on my spirit of living on borrowed time. Like it is borrowed time. It is borrowed time, but just like time. that. Any that's why my birthday is such a weird t- period of time for me, and I always have like big instances mm-hmm. of change because it's just like I really feel like I was not meant to live this long, and I don't. I don't. Everybody always asks, "Where does that come from?" I have no idea. I just always had that feeling, which I think is why I was always like a. Which is, I think when people think they're gonna die, they either do two things. The first thing is either 
they go out, break all the rules, they're free, they do whatever mm-hmm. the heck they want. And then there's other people who try to live the best life and be pious and be perfect mm-hmm. and like stick to rigid rules and because they're thinking about the afterlife, if they believe in that. Yeah. For me, it was the latter. I was just always thinking about the afterlife. Doing what I needed, trying to be the best that I needed. That's why I mm-hmm. never like had a wilding out period, which I wish I did. I think I should have one. I need a second pu- I need a second puberty so I can go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait that. I know it's coming. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's coming. I don't, like, I don't say I wait. I don't wait for it because I know it's coming. Like, I'm not going to wait for it. Do you have a, are you afraid of, of dying? Am I afraid of dying? I don't think, I don't think I'm afraid of dying. I'm afraid of living. You're afraid of living? Yeah. What does that even mean? We don't I, even have a choice in the matter of living. We just are here. I'm just afraid that. Um, the way I'm living, like, I'm not afraid of death because, um, obviously based on my beliefs, I know there's an afterlife. Mm -hmm. So I'm not, I don't think I'm afraid of death. I'm just afraid of not living properly and, and prep for death. Having, so that the consequences after. I understand that. Like, I'm just, and not even just like, oh, like, oh, I need to do everything perfectly so that when I die, Mm -hmm. I go to a better place. But it's also like, also living, uh a fruitful and like a positive life and like a happy life. And it's like doing all the things that I um, want to do, do, experiencing um, things on this world. Cause I, I feel like, I feel like, like, I know like they're just, they're saying like, Oh, um, in the afterlife, once you get to like heaven, like you can do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the experiences are different. It's not going to be the same. It's not going to be the same. Like, being able to do whatever you want, it's not going to be the same as being able to do that same thing here that one time, that first time you do it. It's not the same. Like, can you imagine, like, it's like someone who goes on the roller coaster for the first time. That first time you go is like, well, either you're never going back on it again, <laughs> or like you'll be like, dang, like, that was like that so was, liberating. Um, like, yeah. that was like, and then you want to do it again. But then, like, the more you do it, it's kind of like. It loses its flavor. Yeah. So, I mean, the first time you do anything, it's it's a different experience than when you do it. Novelty it's has a really huge impact on our experiences. So, mm-hmm. if you do something, doing something and it's brand new for the first time, that experience is not the same as after having done it 15, 20 times. So, yeah, I agree with that. And I think I also, like, I experience, like, mofo a lot. So, like, I mean, FOMO. I was about to say, what's the mofo? This so is another I, term I, I have to go learn now. I, I flipped it. FOMO. Because <laughs> I um, just learned FOMO. Yeah, so um, I think, like, I experience FOMO when it comes to, like, li- life and death. Like, you know, most people f- experience FOMO when it comes to, like, you know, little events. and like. Yeah, yeah. For me, I think it's just, like, I, th- I, f- I have the fear of missing out on life. Just, oh wow, that's a good fear to have though. Like, so you're not even afraid of death. You're okay now. I understand what you said. You're not yeah. afraid of death. You're afraid of like. Like I know death is coming, and it's like like you said, it's like inevitable. Like I think death is easier on the person who dies. Let's mm-hmm. say they go like peacefully. It's so easy on them. You die. You're gone. What's the What's the yeah. big deal? It's the people who are left mm-hmm. mourning you that it's like, oh my gosh, it's so tragic. It's terrible. I, yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Think- so you know that for you to go, it's gonna be simple like you do nothing you it requ- death requires nothing mm-hmm. from you life requires so much more and i feel like we all know death is coming so what's the point of fearing it mm. i also think like it's gonna come and then like what's the fear gonna do for you just like i don't want to die i don't want to die i don't want to mm. die, die but like say i don't want to die like you just want to be 
I just, in my mind, I'm also like, what are you so attached to in this world that you're like, I don't want to die? Mm-hmm. What is, like, maybe it's just me, you know but what, I think? what is so amazing? I know, I feel, it's also like, um, for the most part, like, I'm not going to get into, like, the mental aspect of mm-hmm. mental aspect of it, and, like, the mental health and whatnot, but I feel like majority of people are just afraid to die young. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Um, as you get older... Um, after as you like experience life, I feel like elderly people like they have as, they embrace death more. Yeah, they embrace death, and it's not that they fear death; they fear what the, their death would do to those their mm-hmm. loved ones and their family. So I think that's what they mourn. They mourn. They mourn their death for their family. They mean, they mourn their impact. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why for me, like I've attended a couple of janazas and funerals. Some mm-hmm. of people I didn't really know that one. Some of like people who are very important to me. And it's just inter- to me a beautiful thing that cu- that I experienced is when people mourn this individual who died, but it also brings them a sense of community, mm-hmm. restored faith. They have happiness. They share the joy of that person, which is why I feel like a funeral or a janaza or a memorial or whatever you want to call it doesn't have to be so dark and gloomy. Like mm-hmm. a, yes, of course we're all sad. This person is gone. We all understood that this is a part of our purpose on earth is to die. Like mm-hmm. one of the only things guaranteed in life is death. is death. So it's just amazing to me when I see that people try to take something else from it. And I know that we're, as Muslims, we're encouraged to visit graves and attend these types of things mm-hmm. because just a reminder of all these things, like the reminder of community, a reminder of love, a reminder of our time is limited, mm-hmm. a, mi- a reminder to come together. And we're also supposed to go there to honor the person, to pray for the person, to sh- mm-hmm. like help like to guide them not guide them but you know well, what like, I mean? like to um, where- increase their blessings exactly like, to help yeah. guide them to where we want them to be yeah. increase their blessings pray for them and i think that's something that not only we should practice when somebody dies but we should be reminded in those instances to practice that even more so when they're alive and so and in some instances and for some most people it also like reminds you to reflect on how you are living that's true um what am i doing like um, one day I'm gonna be in the same position exactly. as this person, and we don't know when that. Am day I is prepared? Coming. Am I prepared for this position? I'm prepared for what's gonna come after it. So like, and then that what comes after it? That's the thing. I know that as Muslims we have this belief in heaven and hell, but mm-hmm. I also still am very. What's the word? I don't want to say conflicted, but unsure. Because there's not been a person that has come back and been like, yo, so this is the scoop. Yeah, this, this is, is what happened. Yeah. yeah, like, this is like this is how it feels. Because, does like, should I fear death? Is the actual process of dying, is it painful? <laughs> I don't, in my head, it's not. But maybe it is. Maybe I'm just lost in the sauce and I should be afraid of something. I mean, I only know what I've been told, mm-hmm. like, from, like, you know, the Quran, the Hadith, and like lectures and stuff like that. And like you said, like no one has come back from death and been like, "Yo, so sis, let me tell you, let this me tell you is what happened. Let me tell you how to prepare for this." Yeah, and I it's need to like, get ready. And like often enough, I think about all the people who have died and who are in their grave, and like, I'm like, are these people turning in their graves? Because um, I've heard like people in their graves can see what's going on in the outside world, and I'm like, are these people like in like? in their grave screaming at, you know, or trying to communicate to us mm-hmm. people out Like, you're there. so stupid. Fix yeah. up. <laughs> like, like, you don't need to do that. Like, you know, or like, you know, you're on the right path. Yes, I'm rooting for you. But then again, like, it also comes down to, like, you know, people who do, like, me, like, um, 
mediums like like you know oh yeah like speak to spirits <gasps> yes. and stuff like that it's just like some people out there might be, be like yo but i contact like my grandma all the all time, the time. we talk we just and she she didn't tell me like you know this and that and that I'm like you know like you know what i mean so it's kind of like sketch i don't know how i feel about mediums and i just discovered the other day that muslim mediums exist i had no idea i don't know how that works i still haven't had the time to read about it but i definitely will be Mm -hmm. (laughs) and if anyone out there knows anything about muslim medias educate us yes because i would really like to know more i had no idea that that was a thing like no idea not even the slightest idea and now i'm just my brain has been turned on its side turned on its side so what do you think happens after death? What do you think? Not what you know or what you've been told. What like what's what I think? think? Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. I've because I went to Catholic school. Yeah. I've heard what the Catholics have to say. I have a lot of Christian friends who are not Catholics. So I've heard what mm-hmm. they have to say. I obviously read like had imams and things lecture me. School like Quran class teachers teaching. I've heard so many different variations of the same thing so many different angles a lot of, i've even heard someone say that when you die you just die that's it i've heard people say that when you die you get reincarnated and honestly because of my like relationship to death mm-hmm. i try not to aside from like what i need to know as a knowledge sake i try not to think that deeply about what i feel about it because mm-hmm. i'll never know yeah and i'm the type of person that if i cannot find a definitive answer for something as powerful as that mm-hmm. that is the way i'm connected to it it's going to eat away at me. So the way I think about it is just this. You live your life, do whatever you're going to do in that period, death comes, knocks mm-hmm. on your door, you die. Then you're dead. Your body is put in the ground or cremated or whatever you believe in, my body will be buried, inshallah. <laughs> and then you decompose. Then you're dead. For me, because I understand that energy doesn't just erase or disappear, it's mm-hmm. going to be transferred. I know that my spirit or the energy that exists in me, which I consider to be a soul, mm-hmm. is going to leave my body because that th- that's some type of thing. Don't decompose. <laughs> it's going to leave my body. And I know that um, in Islam, we were told that, I think the spirit says, in, it's like you're, you're, you're in your grave. You're so in your you grave until the day of judgment. Exactly, yeah. until the day of judgment. So that's where I'm a bit... Because for me, it's like, so from the beginning of time, the people who were buried are just in their graves waiting yeah. for the day of judgment. But, yeah, but, like... When I was young, I used to wish that I would die and the day of judgment would be the next day. <laughs> I used to do that, too. Because I used to think, how long am I supposed to... I'm going to be impatient, man. And it's like, you hear, like, all people be like, those who, um, like, once you're in your grave, you know where you're... Where you're where going. going. Because, yeah. like, there's, like, different things that, that happen, happen like, to you in your grave. If you're... If um, heavens for you, your grave will expand. It will be light. You know, yeah. you'll be comfortable. In and there. then if it's not for you, you'll be uncomfortable you'll in your uncomfortable, grave. Uncomfortable, your grave will shrink on you. Yes. You'll feel tight. You feel claustrophobic. And and for like, me, it's like there's, there's an anxiousness that will build. Yeah, I'm like, waiting. how long am I supposed to stay in this grave? Uh, like, even if I'm comfortable, let yeah. me. I don't want to wait here. Like, and like don't you? Because if I'm comfortable, I'm going to be excited, like, yes, turn up, I made it. And then if I'm uncomfortable, I'll be like, damn, okay. <laughs> we may have time to be like, damn, okay. I don't You'll know. You'll be like, ah! <laughs> I don't know. Right? I just feel like, for me, because of the way I want to work, my, I like to lie to myself and trick my brain. Yeah. I don't even want to, that's unacceptable yeah, for me to I'm think about. Like, yeah, I used to think that, like, yo. I used to be like, nah. And, or I used to. I used to pray. No, I won't say pray. But I used to. Hope. You used to pray. Yeah, pray. I guess. I don't know. I used to think this that if the day of judgment is to come tomorrow, I want to die today. I don't want to be 
Because you don't want to be like the people who are alive, and you don't want people who were dead long time. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. You want things to be perfect for you. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> like, if, if, well, this is what you, you said. You said the same thing, madam. You said if I die, I want the day judgment to be tomorrow. <laughs> I said if the day judgment is going to be tomorrow, I want to die today. <laughs> yeah, but you also said you don't want to be alive. I didn't say I didn't want to be alive. I said as long as I die, the day of judgment should be tomorrow. But if I'm alive, and the day of judgment is today. I don't. What's the problem? What's the issue with that? I, I just there's just too much going on. Like yeah, there the is too much going on, and I don't want I don't want to witness that. Yeah, I understand. So you'd ra- to, I'm not gonna lie. I probably said I probably said like I'd rather be dead. Yeah, it's, it's true. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. It's very true. Yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> sure. I retract my but, upset. <laughs> I mean, what do I think will happen after death? No. I, yeah, no. I need to, I need to know now because I know me. For the sake of my sanity, I have I know what I need to know for the sake of knowledge, but I haven't reasoned and attached my heart to yeah. anything because I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I know what I need to know. Yeah, for the sake of knowledge and like what what, what we what like Muslims what, are supposed what, to what, do. Yeah, what I'm supposed to know, I know what I'm supposed to know, but um, aside from that, I just think, and obviously, like what I think is obviously influenced by what I know. Like, mm-hmm. of course, like, of course, yeah. There's no. But way. I just think like. Um, what happens after death? What what happens once we die? Is that we just we live in our truth. That's what I think. I think like everything's gonna be black and white at that point. So um, you won't be aware. Yeah, like I just think like like death will either set you free or piss you off. <laughs> That's what I think. Death will either set you free or, or piss, piss you, you off. off. So <laughs> I mean, I just think like once we die, we live in our truth. Like everything that we've done in this life. Would just be plain, plain. I'm sorry. Like there's not nothing. There's nothing to hide. Like there's no. Okay, like, everything will be open, open before you. Like every, like darkness will come to the light. Yes. Like you just everything's just gonna like you're living your truth. There's no one be like oh well there it is. There's no more hiding. Like so, this, this is what I. This is how say I the feel. truth and shame the devil. Yeah, we'll like, all be shamed that day, basically. So yeah. okay, with that being said, everything will be plain, plain in your words. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in karma, and do you think that like karma is something that occurs? After you die or during you die, because I know in some, like the um, house homes of theology, they feel like karma is the way you die. So the way you die is gonna be. Oh, it's gonna be your karma. Yeah, or when you die, so you get your karma. Tr- so like, my, I don't. This is I I don't I don't I believe don't in karma that. to be honest. Like so. I don't believe that the way you die is your karma because there are people dying. Such tragic death, death, and you're yeah. like you're telling me like little kids who are yeah. being like, like in th- um third world countries or like uh, that are being war torn areas. Yeah, okay, we should do an episode on that because I have so many. Because people always ask me, how do you like for someone who believes in God, how do you reckon reconcile like children and pe- poor people suffering mm, yeah. for no reason? And I'm like this. I've had this debate, and let me tell you. Some thoughts were said, and we should talk about it. But we'll talk about it. We'll talk let about us know if you guys want to talk about it. Yeah, and if you have anything to say for to yeah. include in that episode, you know, just let us know. Let us know. But I just okay. So I don't. I def, so we don't believe that karma is how you die. Obviously not. Well, not I obvious, don't. but to me, that doesn't. So. It doesn't make sense. I think karma can happen um, while you live or after you live. And in some instances, I guess I don't. I don't know, but maybe the way you die might be your karma. But I don't think it's, that's it's an a, absolute a rule. Yeah. yeah, I don't think okay. it's an absolute. I think karma could come in the form of, um, could come while you're living, 
So you might um, be punished or and be rewarded in that case too, because karma is there's good karma and bad karma. Yeah. You yeah, good karma and bad karma. Karma could come in while you're on this earth or in that afterlife, and I mean. However you guys think about afterlife, I know some people believe in reincarnation and maybe the way you're reincarnated. I think reincarnation is, is cool. Like, like I think I'm, okay, well I think it's cool to a certain degree. You know, I did have one friend say um she like every person on earth resembles an animal. Like you can look at someone and be like, "Oh, you look like this type of animal." So I'm just like <laughs> for people who believe in reincarnation, um is it so like like say you look like I don't know. Say you look like a deer. Mm. Why are you looking at me when you say that? No. <laughs> no, I, look, I do look like a deer or a horse, I think, in my opinion. But I love horses. I think you look more like a horse. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yay. Okay. Um, Thank you. You've made my day. Um, but yeah, for, okay, fine. In your instance, a if horse. you were die, would you come back as a horse? Because that's what you resemble. Or was I a horse in the last oh, life? Oh, yeah. Okay. Were you a horse in the last life and then... I don't know. I don't. I don't. I feel like if 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 reincarnation is a thing, I don't think it'd be that obvious. Yeah. My only issue with the idea of reincarnation for me, I think I'd get tired because how many times am I gonna try this again? Mm. And like I believe in cycles, and I believe that lessons will try to teach, will try to be taught to you, no matter how many times until you get them. So like yeah. if you don't get the lesson the first time, it's gonna come and represent, represent, represent. And I experience that in my life now. So to that same idea reincarnation kind of makes sense but then after that's like how okay if i'm not gonna get it after 50 lives like how many lives am i gonna keep coming back you're gonna bring me back as a chipmunk then a bug then a person then an antelope and i'm still not getting the same like i'm not learning i'm not achieving what i need to achieve i'm not learning what i need to learn and then let's say that i do achieve what i need to achieve what happens do you okay do you um do you think that people deserve to live more than once yeah do it in your one life. Live more no, than once. Not in your one life. Like, okay, fine. Do you think Oh, like second, soul, third chances? Yeah, do you think a soul deserves to relive life more than once? I don't know what a soul deserves. Mm. It's not up to... I don't have no, the power. I don't, have, not, the, yeah, I don't have the authority to decide what any soul deserves. I don't know. What do they... What do you deserve? Is that a punishment? Like, with, Is no, that a with, reward? Because like, the whole cycle thing, it's just like... Um, like, okay, fine. If you do get it right, is it like, okay, you got it right, that's it. Like, you know... Just uh, relax until, you know. Until what? Until the day of judgment. <laughs> but for someone who's like, maybe it's just like, okay, like, yeah, you screwed up in this lifetime. I'm going to give you another chance. <laughs> Take two. Take two. Take three. Take four. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I, I couldn't And say. honestly, you wouldn't remember your previous life. You no. did. Well, maybe you might have deja vus. And weird ways in which it manifests, like dreams. Or mm-hmm. when you meet somebody and you're like, oh. I feel like I, I have a connection yeah. to you. You know, weird. I feel like I know you. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I attribute a lot of those things to other things. So I'm not a person who believes in reincarnation. So I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah, I don't believe in reincarnation too. I just think it's really just interesting like, yeah. for the sake of argument. No, I just think it's really, the idea of it is really interesting. And I think it resonates with me because I do believe that in life, we have a similar opportunity to become different incarnates of ourselves, Like the whole dying and mm-hmm. becoming a new person thing. Like I just believe that you can be whomever you decide to be. It's just unfortunate that when you try to be somebody else, there are a lot of people who try to hold you to the standard of who you used to be. Oh, yeah. Oh, they you, won't you, let you grow. Won't you, you let change, me be great? You change. Yeah. You think caterpillars stay caterpillars like their whole life cycle? Uh, nah, be, nah, they become majestic butterflies. They it's, go through a period of change, you know? 
It's like, okay, you know, that's a perfect analogy. You know, people like, oh, you don't talk to me. I haven't spoken to you in a long time. Okay, I'm in my cocoon, mm-hmm. growing. Nobody just throws a caterpillar and knocks on their cocoon yeah, like, no hey, buddy, talks, come yeah. out to play. No. And the cocoon is not going to be like, yo, like, you know, I, I know I've been in my my cave for some time, but like, yo, let's go out for a bit. And then yeah, you see and then go back in. Exactly. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. Let me finish evolving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we can all evolve together. Let's all enter our cocoons and then come out later. I had a... Um, a thought about I don't know I just maybe I shouldn't be so cavalier about death and so like it's just like it's just that like <laughs> it is painful so I don't want anyone to feel like I'm invalidating their feelings and relationship to it because I it is not something that is easy for everyone to process so I just wanted to say that because I don't want to be that asshole that's like what's the big I what's the big deal if you knew <laughs> if you knew wait, actually would you like to know when you would die when I would die no no. I don't I don't care to know. There are a lot of things that I know are beyond, that are beyond my knowledge for a reason. Yeah. I don't want to know. Would you like to know would you want to know how you die? No. 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 I think that, I think that would I think okay, here's the thing. If I knew how I die, then it would affect the way I live. Yeah, right? it might limit you. But what about like what if like okay, so I know how I'm going to die and then I just how I'm going to live? But what about that adjustment just leads me to how I'm See, going to die? that's, like, if you think about the whole issue with space-time continuum and time, time travel, they always say, no matter how much you know about the future, every action that you do is still going to lead you to that same future or it might lead you to a, a, a very similar future. So, like, how much can you actually change the outcome yeah. of something? Because a lot of things are predetermined. So, it's like, you feel like you're going to do something to, to change, change it, it but, but you knowing is what made you change it, which led you to the actual event, yeah. the event that you're so trying just, to avoid. I don't... I just, I don't want to know how I'm going to die. I just hope that the way I die is just... Okay, do you have a preference? Peaceful. If you could choose how you were going to die, what would you choose? See, I don't want to say in my sleep because, like, I don't know why. Like, it's just like you go to sleep and you say goodnight. Like, you just say goodnight and then it's like... So, God takes your soul, doesn't put it back. Very gentle, very easy. Okay, the reason why, <laughs> the reason why I don't want to die in my sleep is because what about someone just thinks I'm just still sleeping? Oh, how long would they? But how long do you <laughs> sleep, Halima? No one's gonna believe you're sleeping for that long. Okay. So okay. Obviously. What if you're sleeping in like the living room or somewhere where people will find you? Okay. Okay. If I'm in the living room, where people, yeah, and people, <laughs> and they'll be like, clearly we're making noise. How come Halima's not waking up? She's not moving. What's that? What's that line by Little Wayne? Okay. Leave him dead in the living room. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I just... Sorry. I don't know if that no, was a okay. I love Lil Wayne. That's okay. Yeah. I love Lil Wayne. But, um... But I, like, I've, like... I don't say I've seen death before. Like, people dying or whatever. But I was like, oh, would I want to, like, die as I'm living? Like, I don't know. Like, say I'm just chilling and then you just... You trying to traumatize people around you. <laughs> That's what you want. You no. want a public death? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'll get instantaneous um, response. Instantaneous support? But what do you need that for? Why do you why is it important to you that you're discovered early on? Why is it important? Because even rigor mortis doesn't come right away. You're not gonna start decomposing right away. So how why is it that you want to be discovered instantaneously? Instantaneously? Cause I feel like once you're when you die, there's like a period. Uh, I think like what like as your soul is like leaving your body, mm-hmm. there's a period where you're you're there, not there. So you kind of see 
Everyone's react. Not oh, everyone. you want to watch the show? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. It's a comfort thing. Like, I so don't. are you the type of person to fake your death and go to the funeral? No. <laughs> are you sure? Yes. <laughs> I don't do that. That's evil. Are you sure? I'm sure. Like you won't you won't find me in my like you won't just find me like I'm just lying down and everyone's just like, you know, showering me and wrapping me and then before they get to my Wait, you eyes, let them I shower go, you? <laughs> I go like, like freaky dicky, you let them shower you first? No. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what I I don't That's know. That's very intense trauma, Holly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not that type of person. Well, I feel like people who fake their death, that's what happens. Like they shower you, they dress no. you and everything, and they put you in your coffin. That's and you're true. lying there and that's you go true. like this. Yeah. Uh, people are being viewed. No, but I think for the ones I've seen, at least in uh, the cinema, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the cinema. In the cinema, they have it so that it's like an accident, so there is no body. Right? So they just show up, they attend the funeral, oh. not in the casket. I've seen the one where they're in the casket and they, uh, in and they open death their at eyes. Death at a funeral? No, the, the guy was dead. That's not the movie. What, what movie was that? I don't know. I think it was like a Medea movie or something. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking it was a black movie too, but yeah. Death at a Funeral came to mind. And I know that like, the guy who died was dead, so it wasn't that. What was it? Anyways, that's creepy. I wouldn't do that. Okay, okay, sorry. That's what creepy. is the reason that you want to be discovered right uh, away? Right away? Think about it, cause I'm intrigued, cause I've I've never thought about when I think about going, I'm like I just want to go in a way that is gentle and natural. I don't want to yeah. be terminally ill. I don't want to be in pain. Yeah, I, so, yeah, I want it to be so, gentle and natural. So for me, I never actually ever thought, oh, I want people to be able to find me right away. So it's interesting. I think to it's me. just like it's just like the last thing you did before you die, kind of thing. Like it's not like oh, I want to be discovered right away, but I mean like say I'm like in a happy setting. I don't know. I'm just doing so like just like in a warm environment and I know it'd be traumatic for everyone around yeah. me but it's just like I want to like you see I want to leave gently and peacefully like the last thing I did was probably like put a smile on someone's face mm-hmm. like you know what I mean mm-hmm. no it makes sense like uh not to say like oh every time we get together you guys should prepare for my death <laughs> now I'm but- <laughs> now I'm scared what are you planning because now she's like anytime we have we're you guys are smiling and the next thing you know we look at Halima <laughs> But, like, I just want to, I want to leave knowing that I left an impact. Like, someone's just like, like, I don't know. I, like, I just want to leave. Peaceful. You want your last thing to be some sort of act of service to somebody else. Yeah. I, okay, that, right. I understand. If I was a good Muslim, I would say, let me go to Hajj and die there. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I mean, if I, I was there, somebody if with I, an eye on the prize. If I was, if I died during pilgrim, pilgrimage, pilgrimage. I wouldn't be mad. Yeah, like, people who die when they're praying in Sajda, could you imagine? Yeah, but then it's like, if you have in your head, like, yo, like, I'm going to go to Hajj so that if I die, like, because you, you know they say, if you, even if you didn't complete it, um, the intention mm-hmm. will... But, you know, like, it was as if you completed it. If you die with the with the intentions of doing it and you're on your, like, even if you're on your way there while you're doing it, because you had the intentions to complete it and like you were in like um there's a word for it it's, it's an arabic word i know i know the word but it's not gonna come yeah, to it's me. not gonna do, but like your mind is just like that state it's a state of being yes yeah. yeah um then it's as if you complete it and can you imagine like just having a clean slate and it's like well you have no sins 
no deeds. Perfect way to meet your maker, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, I um, think great. But apparently, that's a thing that a lot of elderly people or people who are sick will actually go to Hajj. But then I think, but isn't that not malicious intent at that point? It's your intent. <laughs> 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 no, I just know because Rabia, you know, she always goes for Umrah and she's like a lot, like even for Hajj, like a lot of elderly people who are sick. And I was, in my mind, I'm like, is it because they want to, they haven't been and they want to make sure they go before they die because they know they're dying? Yeah. Or are they going there hoping that, you know, no, my situation's going to yeah. work itself out? Yeah. So that's to say, isn't that a malicious attempt to think <laughs> like that? Then is your, your, are you, is your attention then pure? Because you're just like, listen. Because like, you, you think you're going to cheat the system? Everybody always tries to cheat the system, though. But, yeah. <laughs> I know everyone's trying to cheat the system, but is, <laughs> cheating, is it right to cheat? I don't know. Obviously not right to cheat, but if you cheat and it, it goes your way, then I don't know what to tell you. It goes your way. I also don't believe karma is as linear as you want. So sometimes people who cheat, they get ahead, okay? <laughs> you know what? My math teacher did tell me it's not cheating unless you get caught. Oh, he t- he t- I thought you said if a tree falls and nobody's around, it still makes a sound. Same thinking. Apply the same right. thinking. No, but he's no. That's what he told me. That's how he thinks. He told us in math class that well, he was any, advising his students to cheat. He said it's not cheating unless you get caught. No, wow. That's what he said. Yeah, and what does Halima say? I said cheating is cheating. What do you mean? <laughs> you see, some of, okay. The, the fact that my and this is a male, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not out here to like, you know, slander all men. Uh, say all men do this or whatever. But okay, this is what okay. I'm not gonna say all men. We should just maybe just this one man. <laughs> the fact that he said that only implies to me that perhaps he cheated on his wife, and because he didn't get caught. <laughs> It's not cheating. You see why I said Halima's own weirdness is a different level? How did we get from A to Z? How did we get from A to apricot? Please tell no, me. No, but he said, it's not cheating unless you get, get caught. caught. A man said that. So we know already he's a cheater. No, I'm not saying he's a cheater. But say, okay, fine. Say he did, che- he was cheating mm-hmm. on his wife. To make himself feel better about yeah, the cheating. Yeah, it's not cheating unless you get caught. He's like, I'm not cheating on my wife unless I get caught. Yes, it, and I'm not telling you, are you meant to go out there and go cheat on your wife and then wait until you get caught or hope that you don't get caught? Because if you don't get caught, it's not cheating. For me, if you knew that it was something that you weren't supposed to be doing, to the extent that you know it's something you could get caught for, it's probably not a good idea to do that mm-hmm. thing. If Which is why simple. I said when you die, you are living your truth. Oh. So say your wife does n- never does find out that you were cheating on oh. her or... Okay. Okay. Just, just anything you stick do. Stick to the example. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Any like yeah, I'll stick to the example, but you can like translate it. Anything that you shouldn't probably uh, be yeah. doing. And say she never finds out, and maybe you think I don't know. Maybe you think you get away with it. Mm-hmm. But when you die, the truth will come out. It will either set you free or yeah. But you out. I also feel like depending on the way you look at life, me, I'm dead. That part of my life, I've enjoyed the cheating. I've enjoyed the thing finished. So what's my own with if she finds out Kokomi? Obviously. But doesn't that not come back? Do you think there's karma after death? Like, maybe you did not suffer the consequences in, that this, time. in this life. But you will suffer the consequences after. Yeah, but some people are for instant gratification. So if I can enjoy this thing now, I'm enjoying this thing. Like and we'll I said, do it tomorrow, tomorrow. Like I said, the first time you do something. That person, nice. tomorrow, that's Medina. Tomorrow, Medina's problem. Today, yeah. Medina is eating, Okay. <laughs> But Halima is putting up her hands in in dismissal. She said, whatever you want. Yeah, no, I agree with you. That's not my thinking. I generally agree with you. I still agree with my original thought from last episode when I said this. If something happened, it happened. 
It happens. It is what it is. Live so your truth. If you are cheating, you are cheating. Yeah, accept it. I just feel like if you want to do if you want to do something that's nefarious and you want to be malicious, be malicious with your with your chest, mm-hmm. with your whole ass chest. Like right here. <laughs> do it with your chest. Yes. Do it with your chest. I don't know. Like I'm like thinking. So you know you're all about legacy. I know we talked about it last episode, but even thinking about the way you want to die, you want to touch somebody before you leave. What kind of like do you? What kind of legacy do you hope to leave? That well, we kind of already know legacy yeah. of of success. Yeah, and like success in like in all aspects. That's mm-hmm. like the legacy I want to leave. I just want to leave like you know an impactful legacy. Like I just want to. Obviously, I want to, like, touch people's hearts and, like, um, the legacy that... I want my legacy to live through other people in a good way. Mm-hmm. I, like, I want my impact to remind people to continue to live, you know, rightfully and righteously and also experience life and in ways that doesn't harm others, others. including yourself. Yeah. I think for me, what if... Let's say that I could guarantee a lesson from my death, like, because I'm so... In, instrumental to people's joy in, in life that my death just teaches them something mm. <laughs> yeah right um <laughs> I, I, just wish, sure. I just i would hope that the people who are mourning me would be reminded of kindness and of mm-hmm. love and they would band together instead of drifting apart mm. and that they would be reminded to of all the good things like some qualities that i hope that people would be reminded of is honesty because i think I'm, i try to be honest yeah. and i hope that i succeed in that of my willingness to help. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I can, I reach out to people and I'm willing to help. So I would, I would, those types of things, I want them to carry mm-hmm. on. And I would hope that they would take my death and think of all those positive things of me and learn from that. And also the negative things. Like, I'm an, an incredibly huge pushover. They'll be like, yeah, we can't be like that. Like, Medina yeah. never liked that part of herself. So we you want your, like pa- your positive attributes to transfer from you to them. Yeah. You, you you don't want it to be destroyed. You want no, it to be exactly. Like that energy needs to be yeah, continued yeah. on. Which is why it's like for me if I have kids, I would like or even nieces and nephews, family, I would just like for that like some for that to be something that I instill on them. Mm-hmm. And then I also want one thing of my charity to be benefiting people even after I die. Mm-hmm. So that's like a minimum goal for me. That's like a prayer and a wish for me. That's something that I'm striving towards right now. So yeah, that's like what I think about when I think about dying. Yeah, I've planted trees. Can you imagine when I when we were young, my mom used to take us to my mom used to take us on university tours, mm-hmm. and we went. I can't remember if it was York. I want to say it was York, and they had a tree planting event like mm-hmm. years ago, and we went. So we, I've planted a couple of trees before, yeah. and I've done it a couple other times. But we should do it. Let's plant trees. Plant a tree, and can you imagine what the shade can do for how many people? I know. Like that's just, just, just that, giving people the opportunity to rest relax and rest and like there was a couple who i think they i don't want to say the wrong number but it was a massive amount upwards of a thousand i want to say was it like an um, asian country yes did you see that and they planted so many trees and i was like mashallah that's an incredible Mm -hmm. achievement i hope to do something maybe even close to that i think there was also i don't know if it's the same thing but it was like it was a couple as well but the husband his wife was blind Mm -hmm. So she couldn't see. But you know, once you lose a sense, your other senses are heightened. Heightened, yeah. So he planted like uh, an abundance amount it's of flowers. flowers. Yes, 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 yes. So that she, could, if she can't see it, then she would she know the be, way yeah, by following her nose yeah, type of thing. It's just it's amazing. Right. I think that's why I say one of the, I don't know if I said it, but one of the lessons I want to leave is love. Because I mm-hmm. think people are mo- motivated to do incredible things because of love. Yeah. And I think for that guy, like that legacy, like he even left a legacy even like, 
like I don't know him. Yeah. But what he did was just so impactful. Yeah. And what he did wasn't for everyone. It was just for you know one, his, person. one person. But it was because just so impactful that it's it becomes for everyone because now someone else is gonna be like Benefit I want to yeah, yeah I want I want to do something like that for yeah. someone. And that's a legacy. That is a legacy, and I think it's amazing that you said that because now I'm like I think it's just once you do something with genuine and honest intent Mm -hmm. you can't even imagine the impact that'll have even if you had no intentions um for the world to see to be impacted yeah just the fact that you intended for it to affect one person or even just yourself because a lot of people do projects that they do for their own healing and it ends up healing a whole bunch of other people so just doing it just because you had a genuine intent and it was honest and it was from your heart and look at how like i just i don't know for me just once that's a solid foundation for anything you want to do mm-hmm. in life. And I hope you can achieve something like that for this I podcast. I know, inshallah. Oh, inshallah. <laughs> I was already agreeing with you. I didn't even hear the ending. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes, more to that. Yes, more yeah. of that. I agree. Yes, yes. Right. Even if you guys just take one thing, even if it was just a word or a quote I already or took a some laughter or a smile, you. like, I hope that, like, I hope... I hope our laughter translates into your laughter. Into your laughter. When I smile. No, that's not the song. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to like work on our our music. Yeah, our repertoire because yeah. we're not fully the pop culture is not there. <laughs> we try. It's like what is that? Who is that, that one artist? Who is that one artist? Who did that? Okay, and everyone's I don't know. just like we don't know. Like tell them. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, okay. I don't know. I feel like that was mm-hmm. everything. And I just, I don't know. Like, I, we didn't, we, we spoke mostly about um, gentle deaths today, natural deaths. Not, I, guess I do, I do think it wasn't seen, but that could be my fault because I'm very biased. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that if we do another episode along this lines, we should speak more about terminal illness, mm-hmm. um, murder, gun crime, violence. Um, that type of thing, war. Yeah, that'll be a good episode. I I think that will be more um, heavy, future, yeah. and that might be a bit d- more difficult to discuss. And we can play another game before that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we also discussed like wh- like what you said earlier, where someone asks you like, how do you um, I guess rationalize mm-hmm. um, those tragedies? Yeah. yeah, the existence of God in those tragedies. I think tragedies. that will be an excellent, 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 excellent topic. to share with us. Excellent. So um, I think that just like, wraps up. No, I no. I wanna, I have to okay, go, 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 go. Sorry, I was like ready to get my takeaways. I'm ready to snack on something. Yeah. but let's well, go. Before we, you know, pack our containers, um, what would you like people to say at your funeral? <gasps> Do people talk? A janaza? They don't talk. You, I think they, I don't know. Cause I know, I know janaza is just prayers. And, yeah. Okay. What do you? Okay. Fine. Okay. What well, would you want people to pray for you? Like, I know. What, I, I mean, was gonna say, you know, if people were to, no, it's not the same. I will answer the question. I just wanted to know. They don't. They don't. Right? Because I've never. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. But because I, I know, like when my uncle died, we did get together at his house and like his okay, kids fine. were there. So we talked about stuff. Not what, what? Not what do you want people to say at your funeral? What when people do speak about you? What do you want person? them to say? Um. That's such. A, oh. Okay. Um. What would I want people to say about me when I'm dead and gone, dead and gone? You know that song? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, I've been on this path for so long. I don't know. I turn my head to the east. I don't see nobody by my side. I turn mm-hmm. my head to the west. Still nobody inside. I turn my head to the north. Saw the love picture. I go pride. Everything's dead and gone. Everything's gonna be all right. Is that Eminem? 
Yes. And oh, I've been on this one for, for too, too long. long. I'm trying to find my way back home. Oh, me dead and gone. Dead so you were so gone. bad. We need, to, we need to work on this. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I would say, I was buying time to think. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, I would want them to say that Medina taught me love. Mm. That Medina taught me compassion and she taught me forgiveness. Mm. And I want them to say that I was a positive um person in their life mm. that they were happy to have me and they were thankful to have me and i want them to thank god that we got to share some time mm-hmm. and some energy i would also like them to say that i was happy yeah and that i was fulfilled and that they know that i lived a good life you know when people die and people are so sad i want people to say no she lived a good full mm-hmm. life and i'm happy that she is now done with this world because let me tell you it's not always something i'm happy to be here for (laughs) so they'll be like yeah good she's escaped now she's free no i'm just joking um i would like for people to say that um i made my mama proud and that i left that, that they're happy to carry on the work that I was doing. I hope to leave some sort of legacy, so hopefully something that people will be able to carry on, even if it's just planting trees. Maybe I'll be a tree planter, and everybody will know me as a tree planter. And instead of a tree hugger, <laughs> since that has such a negative connotation. But yeah, I think I just would want, more. most importantly, that I was loved, and I loved, and I was happy, and I did something. Mm-hmm. I stood for something. I wasn't just here waffling about, which is okay. Everyone can do that. But I actually would really prefer to do more than just waffle. Do something other than waffle, which I, I do waffle a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Halima. Medina said all the adjectives, so. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't <laughs> have more. I was like, let me stop before Halima has nothing to say. <laughs> Ditto. I think the same thing. Like, yeah, I just want, I just want, I want to be like, she, she was just a positive person and that as like, Till this day, I still feel that positivity. Um, I still feel that warmth. Of course, like she was very happy, um, and I deserve all the good that comes after. Amen. Um. Yeah. No one wants anyone to say anything bad about them. No, I actually would like people to be honest. Honest. Like if I was gonna be the type of person to attend my funeral, I would love for people to be honest because I know that when people die, people like to say, oh, ah, "I loved all that." Yeah, yeah, it's like about how they love them and they were this and they were that. I would like for people to be honest. If you didn't like me and we didn't get along, it's okay. That's fine. You yeah. don't have to come to my funeral. Keep it G. Keep that same energy we had when we were in alive. In that case, I would like people to also um, forgive me. Yeah, well, that's in that okay. instance. Me. Yeah. If if I wasn't good, at, if I wasn't good for you, if I did something bad for you. Or I did something bad towards you, um, then I was yes, be honest about be what honest. I did, but I hope you can find forgiveness yeah. in your heart to you know for my sake and for your sake. Yeah. I just, like no, that's a really good one. Forgiveness, mm-hmm. forgiveness is really important. No, I because for me, I don't know. Like for me, I'm not big on numbers. Like if I was gonna again, if I was attending my funeral, I don't need there to be fifty people, thousands mm-hmm. of people. Like I'm not Muhammad Ali. 
Yeah, I, wouldn't, okay. I don't need thousands and millions of people. I just need, even if it's just a handful of people who I had an impact on mm-hmm. that they think is worth honoring me, Yeah, that is best for me. Yeah, I don't, I, I think the same thing. I don't want to want, like, oh, like, like, I don't want my funeral to be like a wedding where you just have random people that you don't know exactly. there. Exactly. Um, Those are my thoughts on weddings, too, but we all know how that's going to work. <laughs> yeah. Nigerian parents, it's not going to work out. I mean, some of y'all out there are lucky... Oh my gosh! Imagine having a small wedding way. with twenty people. I mean, that might be too small because I know I have quite a few people who love me. So maybe like forty people, I'm eighty people. We'll say less than a hundred people. That would be beautiful, but I know it's not possible. So mm. my mom's not gonna sit with mm. that. So what do you take away from this conversation? Okay, honestly, there are a lot of different things that we touched on, and I think for today, what I'm packing away is just the notion that. Death is coming. There's no escaping from it. Rather than spend my time dwelling on what happens and what's going to happen afterwards, I'm just going to go out of my way to ensure that I'm living my best life possible. Mm-hmm. Like that, you only live one statement. The, one of the reasons why it does does not resonate with mm-hmm. me at all is because I know there are so many opportunities to live. Yeah. Not only do I believe in living different lives and becoming whatever you want to become, I believe that there are so many experiences that are exhilarating mm-hmm. where you just, you know when you're just on a high? Yeah. That is you living. And that doesn't only happen once. You can live like that, be on that high multiple times throughout your life, endless times yeah. throughout your life. So for me, just my takeaway today that I'm packing in my container my reusable container because we're done with foil. <laughs> okay, because it's bad for the environment, Halima. <laughs> learned my lesson. Yeah, I am going to take away that every day that I'm awake is a day to carpe diem. It's a day to seize the day. It's a day to live, mm-hmm. and so that by the time I actually die, my one time, my one final time, I will have lived multiple times, multiple lives, had multiple experiences. That's my takeaway. And to be kind to people who think about death differently. I think I can work on that. You only die once, but you live every day. Every, well, I mean. How do you acronym that? Not YOLO, but. YODO. 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 You only die once. Yeah, I know that because I say YODO. YODO. But, but you live every day. You, you love. You lead? Lead? You lead. Lead. You lead. I can't pronounce that. You led. You led. You led. You led. I don't know if that's Yodo, but you led. Yes. Um Yodo, but you led. What are you taking? What am I packing away? Um what do I take away from this conversation? Heavy, heavy. You know, death is not as dark as people make it seem. The, the it, yeah, yeah. That's I think. Like I think it's a it's a conversation that needs to happen more often. More often, um, between friends within the household, between strangers, uh, like and people shouldn't be afraid to speak about death. Mm-hmm. And if you fear death, then. I think you should just adjust your life. Ask yourself yeah. what you're afraid of. Yes. Confront the issue. Confront it. Like, why are you afraid of death? And how can you adjust how you are living so that death doesn't seem so bad when it knocks on the door? Um, yeah. Anyway, yodo, yalid. 
Yodo but chillin. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well, takeaways are done. Yeah, so, so we're just gonna. What do you guys take away from this in? conversation? Oh yes. Let us know. Hit us up. Yes. I'm actually really excited. I hope you guys actually do say something because this to me is a topic that I was so excited to cover and I can't wait to be talking about it again because I want to talk about suicide and I have a lot of thoughts <laughs> and yeah. a lot of feelings. Don't be afraid to comment. Like, we really want you guys to like be engaged, be part of the conversation. Please talk to us. Yes. <laughs> I'm so lonely. Okay, I don't know that song. <laughs> I don't even think it's a song. Okay, I think you're I just, just singing it. Yes. It. She's so lonely. <laughs> We're so lonely. No, I'm not lonely. Okay, I'm not lonely, but our DMs are kind of dry. They're very so, lonely. They're like, yeah, they're very lonely. It's like the Sahara. And this is, yeah, okay. Yes. Well, yeah. we're going to try something new today. We have mm-hmm. a new segment, and I don't know how I feel about it, but we're just going to get right into we're gonna it. We're going to try it out. Let us know what you think. Yeah. So, I s- just go. Oh, just go? Okay. Well, I just wanted to talk about something that has just been annoying me. And I feel like on the drive over here, I kind of cooled down. But I'm sick and tired of this. And I just want to address it just for a couple of seconds, a couple of minutes. I don't know. Are you timing me? Yeah. You have like, is it like two? Is it two or five minutes? Yeah, five minutes. That's a long time. Okay. Two, but okay. two to five minutes. Yeah. I just want to say, so I am sick and tired, tired and sick of people using Islam to propagate their anti-blackness. Mm. Why are you pretending like you're the spokesperson for Muslims and modesty when you are clearly not? It's just annoying to me because it's like, why are you... Okay, I, 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 I was debating on the way over here and last night, um, this morning when I was thinking about it because I woke up at 6 o'clock this morning, I was debating, debating, debating. Should I name the person and shame them? Should I talk about the, give a background story before I get into my rant. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. So I just decided that I'm just going to talk and we're going to see what comes out because yeah. I don't know. Because I also have this issue with, I feel like a lot of, I've noticed it with a lot of West, like North American brands, they will do something like put a model in blackface just because they want the backlash because they want all the traffic to their page and they want to, mm-hmm. they want to stir up some anger so that they can get attention and get sales. And I'm like, do I want to bring attention to this person so I can do the same thing for them, even though they're not based in America? Or do I just want to talk with them, talk my things and go? So we'll see how it goes. But basically just because I feel like we need a little bit of context, um, um, Banana Republic, Banana Republic, Banana Republic re- recently released um, a line of scarves, headscarves quote-unquote hijabs and they're selling them for whatever price they're selling them for a lot of people had an issue with the price which to me is not that big not that deep because if you're not their audience you don't have to buy it that's okay somebody else will buy it and they use a beautiful beautiful black model to model these scarves and somebody who owns uh somebody who's not black obviously who owns a, a her own hijab brand which Charge obscene, charges obscene amounts for scarves. Chanel wanted to open prices. her Chanel prices for ordinary cloth. God will question you. I just want to know what were you thinking. Anyways, that's not the besides the point because I also know if something is not within my budget, it's not for me. I'm at the target audience, so I didn't even want to talk about her prices. But for me, for somebody to write an entire article, do an entire interview, repost negative comments about a beautiful Muslim woman. Who is getting? She's in her bag. She's working. She's a model. She's working. She's doing what she's meant to do. For you to do all these things and just talk bad about her, just because she wanted to show us her beautiful forearm, her forearm, Halima, in a campaign for a non-Muslim brand because she showed her forearm. Who do you think you are? She claims that her brand is meant to uplift, uplift Muslim women and make hijab 
normal and norm stream and normalize hijab. Well, first of all, this is Medina's if you're right, normalizing so hijab, why do you feel like you have the right to police women on how they choose to express their their physical hijab? Why do you feel like you your way of dressing is the only correct way? And not to mention that that's not even your way of dressing because you have shown your forearms multiple times. Mm -hmm. Just say you hate black women and go. Mm -hmm. Just say you don't respect black women making money and go. Stay with your chest. Be anti-black with your chest. Show me your misogynoir like you are really actually the hater that you are. I just, I've never seen so much hate. Like I'm actually shaking because I actually thought, I was like, Tahlima, I don't know if I can do my rant because I'm kind of what? over it. I calmed down. Like, I don't know if I'm actually going to be. She didn't calm and down. And like, clearly, I'm not calm because I'm sick and tired of the seeing the same thing. Not to mention, last week, Halima and I were arguing about, were debating about how this um, Arab model wanted to go and do blackface for oh what reason. Oh, my gosh. Why are we still having the same conversations, the same arguments? Like, I've actually decided, actually, now I'm not naming the owner of this brand who made this comment because I don't want people flooding her timeline again and giving her more attention and more exposure. But I find, like, we already know how anti-black the Arab community is. I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not even, like, thrown by that. But for you to come for this girl because she's in a campaign for Banana Republic, Banana Republic. What does Banana Republic know about black people or Muslims, period? Unless you're not going to give her the bag, don't Shut worry your how mouth. she collects it. Shut your mouth. I might have been cool, like, okay, here we go again. Regular Muslim modesty police, like, always policing women, always policing hijabis. This is normal in Islam because we know how everyone is against women. This is normal in the black community. This is normal in the white community. This is normal everywhere. But no, what you actually critiqued her for saying that it was a misrepresentation of Muslim women is something that you have done in Vogue Arabia. You've also been in similarly large campaigns showing your forearms. So what is really the truth? Is this a misrepresentation of Islam only because she's black? Or is it a misrepresentation because you weren't the one who was hired for the job? Speak now or forever hold your peace. Like, let me know the truth. Halima, jump in because I can see you're I, like... I just, I just want to say, like, to say, like, oh, she's like what she's doing is a misrepresentation of Islam. Does your brand even represent the full spectrum of the colored people in Islam? Yeah. Does your brand even hire black people? Something like, that you started doing yesterday, please. And you're the one who's going to tell us what is the correct representation of Islam. Are you God? Did you make the rules? Are you in charge? Who gave you? Who dashed you? So who's who dashed you authority? Who's allowed to be the forefront of Islam? Who please is there? It's supposed to be you, right? It's supposed to be you. That's the problem. That's actually the issue here because it wasn't you. They, they didn't call you for job, because right? Because everyone else that's not of your ethnicity is fake Muslims, right? Yeah. No, and it's just annoying to me because people always want to talk about just generalizing. People talk about, oh, the way black Muslims tie their scarf because they wear head wrap. Something that now you people have adopted that now you want to say, like, call it a turban and pretend like it was your something that, something that you originated. No, honey. Pay your dues, pay your respect, or shut up. Don't come and start talking about how somebody is a misrepresentation of Islam, saying that that Banana Republic needed to hire somebody who was Muslim or speak to Muslim to get insight on what's actually the correct dressing. Why are you the? Why do you feel like you have the authority, the one idea of what Islam is meant to look like? Any true Muslim or Muslim hijabi knows that people have different ways of expressing themselves, regardless of what they believe is the correct way or the incorrect way. Instead of you to politely advise this young model and talk to her one-on-one -on -one and say, oh, honey, I know that you're, you want to represent Islam and you want to help normalize hijab, the physical hijab, but I don't think it's good for you to wear long sleeves, I mean, to not wear a full-length sleeve in a campaign this big because it sends the wrong idea. Instead of you to apply small sense, do your dawah properly. You wanted to do this. And, not, and then she even celebrated because Banana Republic actually, she actually has enough authority, like enough 
followers that Banana Republic actually cropped the picture so that you couldn't see the girl's poor arm. I'm so sorry. Her beautiful, like, brown arm was showing. This, this the, just the forearm, not the full arm. It didn't even reach shoulder. And everyone was up in arms. Is like, send I, her to jail. How you know dare what? she? I'm, this, is, uh, this is a tangent, but I'm starting to really hate this cancel um, Cancel culture. culture. I, I'm starting to That's hate another topic culture. that we'll get to because uh, that also is an issue for me. And it's like... It's too much. For my biggest... Just on the same cancel culture, if you want a full representation of Islam and physical hijab, the headscarf and the way that we dress, you should allow all voices to be present because allow because you may have your own interpretation of what is an acceptable physical hijab clearly this beautiful model had a different interpretation of what she was okay with wearing mm -hmm. why do you feel that you're in a position to impose your beliefs about how you should dress onto somebody else's body this is for me a, a constant issue with not only women but specifically back black women her her like I just don't understand, like, why, like, is my time up? Because I don't know. Uh, it's up? Okay, I'm going to stop. It's, that's enough. All I have to say is, I said what I said. Nobody should, you want to come for me, come for me. The only response you're going to get is, I said what I said, mm -hmm. because I'm sick and tired of seeing this. And I would, I just would like for people to be honest. Like, if you want to be racist, stand in your racism fully. Mm -hmm. I said what I said. Drop mic. what she said. Mind Drop your business mic. that pays you. <laughs> Mind your business that pays you. And clearly your business is not paying you enough. It, for you, you to be upset about yeah. somebody else's making the bag. Like, I'm so sorry that Banana Republic did not hire you for the for the job. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry they did not hire you. She said what she said. Okay. Yeah. Oh, crrr. Oh, crrr. <laughs> Moving yeah. forward. Moving now that that is off my chest, mm -hmm. I feel a little bit lighter. A little bit, but she's not. <laughs> she's, she's. My heart is just a little, like, I, I feel like there's just. <sighs> but let me let us know because that's what a segment we've been wanting to include. Just and I'm pretty like, sure most of you know what we're talking about. Yeah. If you don't, you can just do a quick Google search. Yeah. And like I just out. I just don't want to be the reason why people are flooding to that issue right now. I just think it's that's bigger, also another. It's thing. just bigger than that. I think okay. we should just talk more about the way we allow people to talk about Black women. Period. Mm -hmm. Especially in the Muslim community, because we know that it's rampant with anti-Blackness and it's just ridiculous. But moving forward. Into a more positive note. <laughs> it's time for a name her. And praise her. Gonna take you to church on this one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. Halima, you go first so I can take a minute to cool down, please. <laughs> okay. If you don't mind. My name her and praise her is non-traditional. Oh, I'm ready. In a sense that I'm feminizing. <laughs> My name, her, and praise her. What does that mean? I'm making my, I'm making my her a her. My mouth is agape because I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> because my name, her, and praise her goes to mm -hmm. Ethiopia. Ethiopia is going to be my her. Oh! Okay, okay, okay. okay you're I okay, feminized okay. Ethiopia. Okay, Ethiopia is now a effeminate being. Yeah. <laughs> I humanized Ethiopia. Okay. Yeah, I humanized Ethiopia. Humanize Ethiopia. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like it's okay we yeah. get it <laughs> and the reason why I'm naming her and praising her is because Ethiopia as a collective mm -hmm. planted 350 million trees Yay! in 12 hours 12 hours? Yeah, I did not know it was 12 hours 12 hours? to combat climate change and again a person who obviously like um uh 
I guess, encourages, I think, the president. Mm-hmm. But because he's not a her. We're not going to mention him. We're just going to skip over that. The hair goes to Sophia <laughs> and all the women that helped. Yeah, okay. All the women um, who was out in those fields. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the women birthed those men. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we know that Ethiopian women are the reason. Yeah. Last, last. Yes. <laughs> um, I just think, like, and I'm also going to feminize Africa. Okay, so no, I think Africa is the, a woman. It's a woman. I have That's thought this for a long I'm going time. back to the motherland. Yeah, it's a woman. No, so it's a female going back entity. To the, no, so I'm going back to the fatherland. Mm, don't nobody say that. No. But um, the fact that Ethiopia is like it's an African country, and like I feel like people there's like just the way Africa is just treated, it's just like it's not fair. Um, and I also think there's not a lot of coverage on this. Yeah, no, I think I saw one. I feel like if this was, like, a European country, like, it would be all over. Yeah, which arguably, just to interject, if you don't mind, I think that (laughs) it's so interesting that Ethiopia did this amazing thing, and I just would would like to see the stats on how much Ethiopia has actually contributed to climate change. Because Mm -hmm. why they're doing all the work... (laughs) And yeah. the countries who are actually killing our country, what are they doing? They, I mean, our planet. Just yapping, our planet. Yapping, what are they yapping. doing? They're, they're blaming... All these summits and conferences. What are you doing? They're blaming the citizens. Like, big corporations, which majority of the big corporations are in these Western countries, are blaming the citizens for... Eating meat. Go vegan. Yeah. Imagine. And, like, killing the planet. Mm-hmm. And, like, oh, it's our fault. That, to you not know, your the life. Climate. It's our fault. We only have a couple more years on this planet Earth. Um, so what are you guys going to do about it? No, what are you going to do about what it? What are you doing? And you're not doing anything. Instead, you have Ethiopia, a country that I feel like it's doing less damage to... Like, if I had to less, speculate, yeah. I would imagine they're doing less damage. Mm-hmm. They're doing less damage, and their contribution to climate change is nowhere equal to the contribution that Western countries are, I think I said that, I think my sentence is backwards. Yeah, it is, but it's okay. (laughs) Their contribution to climate change change is not equal or not, yeah, it's not the same as Western contribution to climate change. Yes. Yeah. But they're doing all the work they're to doing all the work. reverse it and eradicate it and mm-hmm. slow it down. Okay. Makes sense. So, Ethiopia. Yes. Good job, Ethiopia. Yay, Ethiopia. Well done. I'm going to visit Ethiopia. We're having, like, a theme of tree planting. I think mm-hmm. we actually have to go and, I mean, plant some trees. Yes. Where can we do that? Do we just, do we need a permit or do you just start planting <laughs> and digging the ground? <laughs> We'll have to look into that. Yeah, we have to look into that. Yeah. We should do that. We should, no, I'm serious. We should start a little event. And, and we should do an event. I'm not yeah, joking. Yeah, you know, everyone come out. Add it to our um, annual iftar. Like, we have now a roster of events. Yeah. <laughs> that we're trying to start. Um, but yeah, you know, we'll put it on. It will be a free event, maybe. Well, we'll, we'll see how much it costs to treat yeah. that. <laughs> we'll figure out the logistics of and it. Let and then we'll know. get back to you guys. But I think it should be a thing. Yeah. We should do no, like, I'm not even joking. I know tree planting. It'd have to be, I would like it to be in the fall. That would be lovely. Or is that well, not the best time to plant no, trees? No, I don't think, I think the best time to plant trees is in the summer. Spring. 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 And then so that in the summertime, it comes to full fruit. I feel like I planted my tree in the winter. I could be wrong. <laughs> I haven't been to visit it, so don't tell me how it's growing. Ask but me how it's growing. I think it also depends on the type of trees, because some trees can withstand the winter. And the, okay. A coniferous tree? But I don't know if that affects their growth. 
Just because okay. they can yeah, watch yeah, Gardner right, doesn't mean right, yeah. that okay. the girls Well, we'll do the necessary Gardner. research. Yes. <laughs> and we'll get back to you guys, but that's something we're going to do. Yeah. We promise. I mean, okay. I'm not going to promise. I'm not going to make promises. I'm not going to make promises. I promise we will try. Okay. That's a good one. Inshallah. We'll see how it goes. Now that I think, okay, that's a really good one. Today, my name, Herm Prazer, is somebody who I don't know, but I feel like we're best friends. No. <laughs> like sisters, even. Okay. Like really close. Today, I'm naming and praising Nazifa Mamadou. And I call her Nezi because we're besties. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, she's a, an amazing artist. She's a songwriter slash mm-hmm. MC, which is just a fancy word for she's a dope rapper. Oh. Um, yeah, and she does um, I think pastels. I want to say pa- acrylics. She does acrylics paintings that are mm. beautiful, incredibly beautiful. Like she does, she sells them, she commissions them, and I know that I've seen her do them. Google her girl, and I've seen her do that. I follow her on Twitter, and we we engage sometimes. Okay, we're besties, <laughs> and I've seen Nezi Nezi Muhammad. Nezi Mamadou, sorry. But I think if you search up Nezifa, it'll come up. Nezifa Mamadou, I think. Um, she's on SoundCloud. I believe she is on Apple Music. Her Nezi al- with an N? Yeah. Nezi. Yeah, Nezi. Oh, with an N. 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 And she's on, she's on SoundCloud and she's on um, Apple Music, I'm pretty sure. Her album, her last album, Seasons, phenomenal. I, don't, like, I feel like if you're on Twitter, you would have seen her... Um, her freestyles because they've been circulating and she's trying to get signed and she's like she's actually like she's sick like she could eat any of these dudes out here rapping like she's actually sick and I used to be big into oh, rap and I, I used to I've think I've seen her before she does I think like early in the year she used to do yeah. ciphers yeah yeah yeah, yeah she does, I, she does, this is a ciphers okay. yeah yeah she yeah. does she, does, she, does, she has okay. amazing ciphers amazing freestyles and she eats every time she's oh, cute yeah. and she's she did a she did a vegan challenge I think in 2018 and she freaking okay she's a chef. Like she, she, her food is beautiful. This is an all-rounded individual. Like I, I want to be her. Like I think when I was younger, in my mind, who I thought I was was this girl. <laughs> like I thought I was Nessie. I thought I could do all things. Like I used to write raps and freestyle with my friends. A little clip of her. I w- we should, we, we should, because it. she's amazing. And she has this is a song. She's working on her her um, second, I think, her second debut album, and she already has one out. And I think she also has her. Uh, is it called a mixtape? What do they call it? Yeah, a mixtape. Yeah, she has that out. And um, her... Or an EP. EP, an EP, an EP. That's what it's called. See, I don't know. An mm-hmm. EP. But her first album, Seasons, phenomenal. There's a song on there that makes me cry every time. It's called Rukayat, so you can imagine why it makes me cry. It's so beautiful. I love her. Like, And she's a... Oh, did I say she's Muslim? Oh. She's a black Muslim wow. woman. She's a yeah. black Muslim woman. Yeah. Wow. Rapper, and she's sick. I love her. So that's my name her and praise her. Go listen to her stuff. Shout her out on Twitter, on Instagram. Hit her up. Tell her how amazing she is. Tell her that I sent you or don't. It doesn't matter. She's amazing. She's fantastic. And in my mind, we're besties. And I'm her, like, in my past life. I wish I was her. She's everything I ever wanted to be. She's dope. Mm-hmm. She's Muslim. She's black. She's in her blackness. She raps. She's sick. She's amazing. And I love her. And her, her fashion. Her rap is, like, very 90s inspired and so yeah, is her I fashion. Her I think when I first heard her ciphers, I was like, She's eating these men's food. Like, she was like, was she like, this was. Girl is actually pretty good, but I never kept amazing. up with her. But wow, no, like she's full circle. You brought yeah. her back to me. Yeah, you have to go and check her so out. Good she's on amazing. you. Amazing, amazing. Okay. Yeah, that makes me happy. That makes me excited. Well, coming to the end of our podcast, podcast. for today. Yeah. So gratitude. Oh. 
parting, what sweet sorrow, parting mm-hmm. till it be morrow. That's Shakespeare. <laughs> On your head tops. <laughs> um, gratitude. What are you grateful for? Oh my gosh, so many things. You know what? I feel like my gratitude would be the same gratitude as last week. Community. No. My gratitude is... That's a good question. Let me think for a second. Okay, I will say this. Our topic today. I am thankful for death. Oh. Because I think, for my, my own death, not the dying of other people, mm-hmm. I think that this is just something I don't think I could do forever. Imagine if we were immortal. Yeah. I think life would be so boring. Not only boring, enti- incredibly painful. Yeah. It would be so painful. I am just thankful that there is an end to it. Like, I know there's a lot, like, obviously I'm happy to be alive, but there is... The fact that there is an end and there's, I think also it's an incredible, knowing that you're going to be dying is an incredible motivator mm-hmm. to do something, to be something that, you know, there's a time frame on it and there's a cap, there's a ceiling. I'm thankful for that. I am very, very grateful that death is something that exists because I think I need it. <laughs> I think, we, well, we all need it. I think I need it. We all need it. I think without death or without death I feel like this world would be so trash like I feel like so trash it would be so trash um yes and I agree very painful and it's just gonna come to a point where just goals are just no you just have nothing I think the fact that you have that you're gonna die gives you something to live for like if you're just here doing the same thing like to what end Mm-hmm. How long are we gonna do this for? Like, I remember watching a just, and I don't want to get into it, but that's, to what end? Yeah. How long are we gonna do this cycle? I'm over it. Okay. <laughs> I remember I had a friend who said he didn't want to live a long life. He was like, I'm only in my 20s and I'm already over it. Not that he was depressed or anything, just yeah. I'm over it. I get the routine, I understand that this ups and downs, I know that the cycle is gonna continue. I'm in a place where I just can't imagine living to be 80 years old. He's like, 45 is a good age. Wow. 40. He wants to die in his 39. He's like, I'm over, like, I'm going to do everything I can now, get as much as I can out of life, but I don't see the, I don't see the, he's like, I don't see the re, the point in drawing this out. I'm like, wow. oh, okay, you don't want to draw it out. Some of us are here for a good time, not a long time. Some of us want a good and a long time. <laughs> but yeah, I'm thankful for death. What are you, what is your gratitude today? My gratitude today goes to, um, Having the ability to think. I think in this episode, count how many times I said think. <laughs> <laughs> I think in this episode. Take a shot every time Nima yeah. says think. <laughs> uh, um, wow, see, now I'm thinking. It's okay, take your time. <laughs> but I think, like, having the ability to think, it just, it, it just really, like, it, has, it allows you to, like, just reevaluate, like, I was like, what is that? <laughs> to reevaluate, sorry. Yeah. Um, I need to think about this, but I'm grateful for thinking. <laughs> no, that's a good gratitude. That's why I was like, yeah. sometimes I have to like think about my gratitude, but I don't want to think about it too much so that we're all sitting in silence. Mm-hmm. But yeah. 
thinking. That's, thinking. that's a good one. Thinking. Just, the just ability think. to think. The mm-hmm. time to think. Some people, I feel like, some people don't have the ability to think. Or the desire, even. Yeah. So, just taking the time to just think. Mm-hmm. And evaluating whether or not your thoughts should come into fruition, if you should say what you're thinking, if it's worth it. You know, mm-hmm. not just being so spontaneous and just... I, I do think there's something good about spontaneity, though. There is something good about spontaneity, but there's a time and place for that. It's true. Not not everything and every not everything you do. You do it on a whim. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. that concludes that's today's concludes today's episode. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see you next episode. Yeah. We will be talking about something. Dun, dun, dun. Share, share a podcast. Like, subscribe, share. And comment. Yes, sir. Deuces. Bye. Bye. Eight time down. <laughs> Lima out. Refugees, women of color, people of color, minorities, uh, and I just happen to have Muslims specifically, and I just have happen to embody all of those identities. So even if you hate, I still rap my hijab. Rap my hijab. Rap my hijab. Rap my hijab. I want my name to be a household product.